and welcome to a new episode of A Fire Inside Out. I am Ben Hansen, joined by Jeff Cork. Aren't they done with music now? AFI in general? Yeah. Yeah, they, they actually sent out a press release saying, hey, everybody, we're done with music as a concept. We're, we have completely drained ourselves. There's nothing left. We're done with music now. And that was on November 16th, 2014. Okay. And then on November 17th, 2014, they said, wait a second, never mind. Hold up. And Davy and Jade, as another side project, released uh, an album called Extremist by a band called, hang on, let me look it up, uh, Extremist. Question for you. Yeah. If I wanted to look this up, I wouldn't just type in the word extremist, would I? No, you go X-T-R-M-S-T because like Black Audio, they yep. have to have a twist to everything. It helps with SEO. They're smart folks. Exactly. Another question. Yeah. Is this a side project off of AFI or a side project off of Black Audio? Oh, interesting. What facet creatively are they able to explore with this that they weren't able to under that other umbrella, and what is the name that is emblazoned on uh, emblazoned on that umbrella? I'm yeah, I think that's that's a larger topic I want to get to. I think at the end of this podcast, oh, okay. but I would I would put this as an offshoot of Black Audio. I think there's some interesting uh, corollaries there that we might yeah. be able to talk about. But we have not talked about this at all. For, not at all. For episodes now, I've been like, we got to do Extremist at some point because I don't really know them. I've heard a couple songs here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to dive into it. I've heard good things. Uh, and I started listening to the album, listening to it a couple times, mm-hmm. let it soak in. Yes. Um, every time you tried to talk to me about it, I would uh, cover your mouth and also mm-hmm. cover my eyes. And I would lick your palm because it's I like the way it tastes a little bit. So it was actually a trick. Let's just get this out of the way. Yeah. You listen to this album. What do you think? It is not what I was expecting at all. Mm-hmm. It is just a straight up, like... Would you say like a hardcore album? Is that what you would say? Yeah, that's what they're going for. It's hardcore Just genre. Just a straight up hardcore genre album. Yeah. And you... Fast driving beats. And it... I will say, like, you want to hear the experience of me listening to it for, for the first time? Yeah. I was in my car driving, and it turned me into a monster. <laughs> I was not letting people zipper merge. I was playing it very loudly, and I was being a very aggressive driver. And you... I blame the music. You threw the beer out the side window. No more, I say. And I fired my guns <laughs> as I tossed back my drink. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized, you know what? My version of self-expression is just a, another kind of conformity in a way. It's almost like you are the conformist. I am the conformist. Your and, counterculture and is pretty mainstream. It's true. You still have not said, uh-huh. did you enjoy this album? I, I think that... I enjoy Black Audio more. Mm-hmm. You can say opinions on this podcast. It's okay, okay, I didn't like it that much. Here's why. Yeah. Because I think that musically it's a pretty silly stuff. And if you play some samples, you'll know why immediately. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Okay, so uh, just take my word for it, folks. It's some pretty silly stuff. I don't want to I don't want to come down hard. Love love people in the band AFI. Absolutely. Love their work. Absolutely. This, so this is a personal taste thing. So try and stop me every time I say uh, something like authoritative about the actual music that, itself. And I would like to backpedal as well before it's too late. <laughs> yeah. I do not feel that ultimately, and this is going to like, like temper my criticisms. Yeah. I don't think I'm qualified to really weigh in on this music much. Not like, okay. I think I, I have been like, it's, it's a kind of music that like the super lo-fi AFI stuff obviously had, was a hardcore band too, but I think this is just yeah. a different flavor of it. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it's old school AFI, right? But right. and it, it's it it just didn't click with me in the same way that some of that 
It doesn't seem like it is fun. That's the thing. It's like the old AFI stuff was hardcore and also fun. Yes. This is just like at their most self-serious and uh, it's it's a very difficult listen for me. And I've listened to it probably six, seven times. Oh, wow. That, that's very impressive. Uh, personally, I f***ing hate this album. Yeah. Put me in the worst mood yeah uh we will we'll go through all this but really really strongly disliked uh what what they're laying down here uh yeah. but so this album extremist came out on november 17th 2014 on the record label dim mac which mm-hmm. is founded by steve aoki okay. from lincoln park mm-hmm. i know you're a big lincoln park fan huge fan all right uh big so Parkhead. here's what steve aoki says about uh extremist it is a relentless record, and mm-hmm. it is very brutal. I found out that when people listen to it, it makes them very uncomfortable. Mission accomplished. I did, like, the more I listened to it, I was kind of like, I, I kind of got as close as I'm willing to get to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, okay, um, I recognize this song, <laughs> but it was, it was never, like, looking forward to this song. It was always just like, I can identify this like I can some gross insect and I can go, that's what this is. <laughs> Next. Let's just, before we get to actual quotes about the creation of the album yeah. and stuff, let's just kick it off because we've gone too long without playing a sample. So that's here's, true. let's just play the opening of the first uh, song called Words for the Unwanted. Okay. Songs for the Unwanted. that's what it makes me laugh because they're being so serious about it and every song is just like some throwaway little ditty that they have structured a really angry song about it where it's just like some like something that could be played on a banjo and you wouldn't (laughs) lose much it's just like it's called a rage joe if you play it you know it yeah musically it's not that interesting to me i don't find it to be that complex i'm sure people that are really into this music might have other opinions Mm -hmm. uh but i completely agree with you there and also lyrically it's just a lot of punctuated bursts you know yeah and then if you listen to the like the lyrics it's brutal in the same way as like someone is like pressing down on their peachy folder with their sharpie with all their might to say like it's a step above like mom and dad stink you know what i mean it's like when you're Throwing out the, the the criticism that someone is a conformist, I'm like, all right, sophomore year. That reminds me of my friend Sean. That was like the worst thing you could say about somebody is that they are a conformist. Take it back. Well, look, we should we should do more all showing right. instead of telling. But here's right. here's like the breakdown for words for the unwanted yeah. here. Uh, breakdown is usually in classic AFI, maybe mm-hmm. most interesting parts of the song. Here's what we got. Nope. We can probably stop here. Mm-hmm. Should, we just, should we just kill the episode here? I think we kind of <laughs> get the idea. We vented. We got it all out. 
but no, we're going to be thorough. Okay. Um, let, let's talk about the creation of this album a little bit. Okay. Because um, I think there are a lot of AFI fans that when they first heard about this project, they're like, you know what? Maybe it'll be interesting. It'll be cool to have hardcore Davey and Jade back. Yeah, back they've gotten a little roots. bit softer, a little bit more popular with AFI. Yeah. And some people are like, oh, it's going to be Return to Form. Davey's screaming. How could this go but wrong? But it's weird too, though, because Jade wasn't around for the early, early days of AFI, right? When right. they were like more hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. A little bit more aggressive lyrically and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So he never participated too much in that version of AFI. Yeah. I mean, still, they're playing some of those songs mm-hmm. live, and I'm sure oh, he knows sure. them well and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's what uh, Davey says about the album album in general. Uh, for me, the music behind it is very nightmarish, very technical, and very modern. I think the music really supports the sentiment. We always wanted to do a straight-edge band, but that is a message. That message could come in the form of power pop. It could come in the form of Dada art. But having been raised the way I am, having come from the hardcore and punk rock, uh, that seems to be the most appropriate avenue to deliver that message. Uh, this is from an interview on Loudwire, by the way. It's mm-hmm. a good interview with Davey about the whole experience. He says, I imagine some people will think they want to play hardcore. He misses screaming. Not at all, says Davey. I have no interest in screaming except in this context. It was the message that made me want to do that. That's from an alt press interview, actually, that last hmm. little quote. So... No, not much hope for AFI fans that want Davey to scream again. And it, it's interesting hearing him talking about it. In another interview, he's talking about how uh, how brutal it was and how like hot the recording studio got. He'd have to constantly take off his shirt after like one take. And they wanted to have it like only one or two takes and just make it really raw throughout the entire experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that yeah, I think that after seeing him perform on the Black Audio show, him taking his shirt off isn't exactly like a big you know problem for him it's not like he's suffering for his art there jade's like are you okay what's going on here why 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 am i looking at your areolas why do you keep cranking on the thermostat uh so also it's important to point out this is just a jade and davy joint a lot like black audio Mm -hmm. um except with this all the instruments are played by jade apparently okay so is it like live percussion then or is he like some kind of techno wizardry where he's I don't like splicing know. together beats it's certain, with live instruments? Or? It sounds a lot like he's actually playing the drums, and I wouldn't put it past him to be musical enough to pull it off, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure exactly. If it is just a drum machine, I'm very, very impressed by the sound of it, because mm-hmm. uh, for an album, they want to sound raw. It certainly gets that across. Let's go to the big hit single here, Conformist. Okay. The second track. That reminds me of when Axl Rose says in a song, I see you coming. What does he say? You think you're so cool? Why don't you just f*** off? <laughs> it, it's very much modeled after that. It certainly seems like lyrically. And this is kind of my biggest problem. And we'll kind of break this down mm-hmm. as we go throughout. But the lyrics are so exclusionary, I guess. And it's so aggressive and specific. And I don't mind a straight edge band. We should mm-hmm. point out that that is the entire point here. All yeah. the, a lot of the lyrics, ninety five percent, are about being straight edge. Yes, but it is. I don't mind like if people are supportive of that and they want to write some songs about it. But when the songs are literally just 
if you're not straight edge, I hope you die. You cannot die quick enough. You're subhuman to me. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It sucks <laughs> to like listen to lyrics that Davey Havoc wrote and think, I I think he wants to shove a knife in me because I like to have a beer every once in a while. Yeah, was he looking at us at the at the concert with people that have beers in their hands and he's just like slowly judging he was all get, of us. Yeah, he's getting a little crowbar from the conformist music Boy, video. Well, the extremist gets all of this. I really wonder, like, I, I don't think... I, in the interviews I read, they said that they hadn't gone on tour yet as extremists because there's only like half an hour worth of music or something. And if they did, I'm curious, like, what would happen if you just had a beer there? Like, lyrically, I certainly have the impression that I would be castrated and they would then turn my skin inside out on stage. Mm-hmm. But I got to wonder how much, if it's just like the genre and it's kind of like a medium is the message type situation where it's like, well, we're hardcore. Well, yeah. we have to be as hardcore as we can be. Therefore, everyone else needs to die. And there's no other way to go here because you are poison and we are superhumans. Yeah, it, it goes past that, the level where it's disturbing to being just straight up silly, I, I think, in my opinion. When you start to get like that strident. Yeah. I just, I just think it's kind of funny and weird. Uh, yeah, I, I found myself <clears throat> laughing a lot of this album. Uh, here's, here's another little bit of Conformist. That's the anti-smoking part. He also covers drinking. I understand, I think in theory, what it'd be like uh, to be really frustrated. If you are straight edge, just constantly be surrounded by people doing drugs and drinking beer, especially with a cool punk rock lifestyle. Like It must have been really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they must have a lot of built up passions about it. I totally get it. It's just, I don't like to feel like my musical heroes are shitting all over me mm-hmm. because of my lifestyle choice to to kick back a cold one uh but here's what uh davey says about lyrics he says uh the lyrics came very easily mostly because i never really had the opportunity to write that vantage before that perspective is so much a part of who i am so to finally have an appropriate outlet to artistically express that was very cathartic that's from the loudwire interview as well hmm do you want to watch the Conformist music video? I would. I want nothing more. Okay. All right. Hot off the presses. Jeff Cork just watched the Conformist music video for the first time silently. Yep. What do you think? Uh, should we describe it? <laughs> Please take so it away. So basically, they're in a giant like studio space. Like I, a, basically, if you played Super Hot, the game, it's just that. Okay. Yeah. A bunch of guys. And you ever watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Green Man? So there's a bunch of guys in those suits, but they're red. And a guy comes in and he's got a white outfit on, and then they beat him up and turn him, his blood turns the suit red. And then he's, you are conformist. And then someone else comes in, they're wearing white, and then the cycle begins anew. They, they, but they willingly volunteer. Yes. They say, hey, make me one of you guys. Well, silently, because the music's playing. That's true. So it's a, it's a rallying cry. It's, it seems like something that, that after the, state of minnesota settled with the tobacco company mm-hmm. and got all that money and then they have all those commercials to get teens to not do drugs and smoke and stuff it seems like something they would have funded you know what looks cool what's that it's when somebody especially in a mask mm-hmm. 
uh, they kind of tilt their head a little bit to the side like a bird. <laughs> like, what's going on over here? That is a lot of this music video. A lot of guys like posturing like they're like the cartoon like sound of their neck popping in. It's, it is a lot of that. Oh, and wow. that's the thing. It's like if you're straight edge, it, I think it'd be kind of cool to have like an album to rally around. Basically like a motivational album, a big hang in there poster type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just the superiority yeah. angle that I cannot get over. Uh, but here, next song, Social. By the way, did you like that music video? Uh, not really. Okay, what do you think about making that song the single, Conformist? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's maybe the most, uh, one of the most listenable on the album. I mean, Davey talks maybe the most in this. Eh, maybe yeah. there's more coming up later, but like, oh, you think you're so wild, that type of stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit easier to wrap your mind around than just pure screaming. Um, but here's Social Death Play. Uh, let's, let's take a gander Oh, here. this one. So every once in a while, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll kind of tie into some to mentions of God. There's a song later on that's a little bit more religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm all for that. That it's sounds great. Eating your God? Is it that? Well, this one they talk about, you know, swallowing your God and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, it works on a couple different levels. Uh, mm-hmm. What with this society and all. But this song. <laughs> that's, what with this society and all. That's what the subtitle for this album should be. <laughs> Extremist. What with this society and all. There's an interesting point at the end of Social Death Play. Uh-huh. What, what is this? Is that just a gun going off? I think it's the gun that they kept talking about raising and shooting. Oh, here we go. Shot yeah. heard around the world, I'd argue. Exactly. Uh, next song is Merciless. Mm. Um, it's, it's an aggressive tune. <laughs> here, let's listen to this one. Play that clip, Cork, mm-hmm. to the because it reminds me of better times in the past. Yeah. That part off Lost Souls, uh, Art oh, of Drowning. That. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a very similar structure. Uh, so, you know, it reminded me of a thing I like a lot. Yeah. Uh, but Merciless, it did not really stand out to me beyond that. There's kind of some. No remorse screaming and then some twirling Wizard of Oz guitar mm-hmm. uh, going on. Uh, again, for a great guitarist like Jade, I understand it's a different type of music, but it, there's just parts of it where it's just, is this good? <laughs> is this is this like, is he into it? Clearly he must be. It's a certain yeah. sound that he's going for, but it's just a lot of twirly, twirly, what about blow in the <laughs> background. It's not really sinking in it's for me. It's difficult, that moment of realization when you, you, you have to come to terms with the fact that not everything on this planet is for you. And sometimes yes, people totally. that you like, that make stuff that you like, can also make stuff that is just... This is not for you. I mean, right. sure, you can consume this, mm-hmm. but we're looking through you to these other people. Absolutely. And I 
I'm all for it. I will bow out of this mm-hmm. uh, emotionally. I'm still going to record a podcast for how much I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just the tone. I'm all for rallying up the troops, yeah. but to like do it, basically it's like the musical equivalent of ISIS. Like, do you have to do that? Do you have to be so aggressive about this crap? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's like talking to someone who has just decided that they're going to show mom and dad and not go to church anymore. And it's like, okay, fine. You've made that decision. That's up to you. I will probably agree with 99% of everything you have to say, but it's the tone <laughs> that just like completely alienates me. Well, speaking of alienating tone, here's uh, the beginning of Exterminate, oh, good. which I feel like really sums up a lot of this banter. exterminate everybody yeah he's like one of those little robots that looks like a garbage can from doctor who <laughs> next song is uh called sharper here's a little bit what i was talking about with jade let's just listen to the guitar work in the beginning here sharper! it See, really it's just another little dumb ditty that's exactly what i mean which is like some throwaway like Two bars of something. It goes back to our favorite Twilight Zone episode with the man uh, trying to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Is it the Rockabilly Kid? Rockabilly Kid. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, so the lyrics uh, in Sharper here, there's stuff like, we are the ultra in evolution. This is the time for the ultra. Never again uh, make room for the weak. It just sounds like Magneto wrote a bunch of <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> well, he's really hopped up on a crowd or something. And that's the interesting thing, I think, uh, in terms of the similarities with Black Audio. Again, I feel like with Black Audio, like we talked about last uh, last time on this podcast, it just feels like it's written for a crowd that's super, super into it. Mm-hmm. Probably primed by the pump that yeah. all AFI fans are super, super into AFI, so those shows are really fun and nuts. And it just feels like this is written, like that stuff, like in the last song, with X, X. Like they want the entire crowd into this. It's a big rallying cry. Mm-hmm. And so in theory, I'm into the communal aspect for it. but Well... Okay, this is probably not the best analogy, but let me get there first. Mm-hmm. You, we talked about in the past, and certainly something you've pointed out time again, like that Davy Havoc is a big fan of putting on like different personas and like writing from different perspectives and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I know in the interview, he he made it seem as though this is the real him. I don't know how much I believe that. Well, it does get back. Like we talked about the earlier, you know, slightly more hardcore mm-hmm. punk roots of AFI and stuff. A lot of these lyrics do get back to that focus that David clearly has in him, which is just much more directed. Hey, F you. Yeah. And those earlier songs, there's a lot more like, hey, F you, I don't want to be your friend. Or yeah, hey, F you, exactly. you screwed me over. I mean, even modern AFI, yeah. a lot of the lyrics are still like, hey, woman, what you doing to me? You know, in different mm-hmm. uh, layers. Uh, and this, it certainly has that aspect going for it. But in this way, it's just about all of society and how they're killing themselves. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause he's got drinking. his Marilyn Manson style rally and he's at the top of the, the lectern sure. staring down at the unwashed masses. I think I've seen a music video about that. It's, uh, it's just like that. Hey, so here's a song called extremist spelled correctly. Let's listen from the beginning here. Self-impaired, made the disease that they create. The dripping smiles 
inciting the nausea that I have become. Tolerance is ignorance. Moderation is weakness. I, I am the extremist. And we are at... Jesus Christ. This is like like Rorschach's journal. <laughs> but put to music. I bet he, like, character hears that music all the time. So there's lyrics here that say, The self-sedated majority attack like a suicide bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fire with all five senses. This is maybe the first point with this song specifically where I thought, Oh, this kind of sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's, here's the breakdown for Extremist. Musically, I'm down for this part here, mm-hmm. even if, you know, he's chanting about how many more senses he has. Yeah. How many uh, senses are you firing on these days? I'm running on all five. Oh, are you? Yeah. Well, you'd I, like to think so, wouldn't you? I don't see dead people quite yet. <laughs> uh, next song is called The Breed. Uh, lyrics here, legalize the suicide, stack the bodies high, delineate between the breeds, and mine will set the fires. I'll kill, I'll die in this war of purity. Tell me more about breeds and purity. These are these seem like some really stuff. deep themes. Uh, here's here's a little bit of the breed. And <laughs> purity, uh, and then the breed ends with an interesting note. I think it's actually him making a bold statement here. Adios! I think he's dropping the mic. I think it's that's a what, literal mic drop. He really did it. He wrote all he had to write, mm-hmm. but then went on to write some more. And I guess it's actually the way this album came about. Originally, it was just going to be uh, an EP. Yeah. And then it was a thing of, ah, we probably have enough here. Let's keep pulling from this well <laughs> i'm not gonna say whether it was the right call or not uh next song's about humanity finally they really get to the bottom way in on this problem of what is going on with this so-called humanity they call themselves humane nobody wins this human race here we go All right, there we go. Yep. Humanity, we all learned something. Uh, the Way is the next one. Uh, let's just get this out of This is not the fastball single for the record. And again, I think having a strange lifestyle, the mm-hmm. 
respectable. It's an interesting way to go. If you're going to write lyrically about it, I would want something more complex than black, white, no gray. Also, AFI doesn't like girls that are gray, so what is the deal? <laughs> Come on. Oh, here's some more of the way. No mercy! There it is. <laughs> Straight from the way. Uh, next song is called Swallow Your God. Uh, this is the one also ties into a lot of religious themes. Uh, let's listen to the it's breakdown. subtitled here. song for Captain Morgan. I deny the high of heaven. I deny the high of heaven. I deny the high of heaven. Part of that, after the I Deny the yeah. High of Heaven, I think I'm on board for musically as well. In all seriousness, that's probably my favorite song on the album. Oh, really? I'm sorry yeah. I gave it a short shrift there. That's fine. Uh, Swallow Your God, that's the star for you? That's the star. All right, what do you think of uh, Dirty Nails, the song that's coming up next? Uh, remind me. I think it goes a little something like this. Remember going uh, scuba diving? <laughs> There's too much water down there. Okay, this is uh, this is a highlight of the album for me, just because of this whole section and how confident Davy sounds. Mm-hmm. And I think this speaks to a lot of the tone that we're getting at here. I see you, Night Owl, in your cool spaceship, and Dr. Manhattan going to Mars or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love it. You can hear him kind of thinking his way through that. A little like, (laughs) they say just the weekends. Have you ever thought about uh, going more straight edge? Not not saying you have problems, but you ever thought about that lifestyle? It's like, I wonder what they'd be like if I just didn't drink, didn't do any drugs, just played it completely straight. How much better off would I be? I think health-wise, yeah. Do you, do you consider it? Not for any length of time. Yeah. No. But you, you, I know you're big, like, you'll go spans without drinking. Yeah, for sure. And do you feel different because of that? Uh, yeah. Not like a dramatic transformation or anything like that. It's just um, you lose a couple pounds. And yeah, exactly. You don't feel as tired at 8.45. I always feel tired. That's true. I, I do see you yawning. I wish people could see that at home. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. Every once in a while I think about it. Like, I oh, maybe we should just go a year without drinking. But I think there's a distinction goes. to be made. Like, it is entirely possible to cut that stuff out of your life. Yeah. And also, yeah, you wonder how I live like this. Let me tell you. Okay, sorry, you can cut things out of your life? Without doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can uh, say, you know what? Maybe it's not great. Like, factory farming is pretty gross, and you don't have to immediately start, like, throwing paint on strangers. Wearing fur coats. Right. So you're saying that if I just stop drinking, I don't have to record an album? 
about it. And you don't have to tell everybody about the fact that you're not drinking. Okay. And yeah. moderation maybe isn't necessarily weakness? Possibly. Okay. All right. Uh, this next song is called Juliet's, and this is my favorite song on the album. Uh, let's listen from the beginning here. The drums remind me a little bit of like Hanging Garden, uh, which is the cover from way yeah, back in the cure, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then later on, this song has a feel to it. Let's just get a sample here. I was trying to think of why I like the song more than the rest, and I realized it just it has a sounds a lot like Death Clock. Okay, <laughs> and I love Death Clock from Metalocalypse, like the first couple albums specifically, especially that first one. I think is so so good, and the guitar that Jay goes for here sounds a lot like Death Clock guitar. And actually, these lyrics they feel a lot more like classic Davy lyrics. Uh, like there's a line here: it says, "Every night I feel more alone because I know you too well." Instead of just about society, it seems like it's really honing in. Uh, on somebody who really effed him over, which gets us back in that classic Davy groove, man. Mm-hmm. Next song is called Coward Bow Your Head. <laughs> uh, and there's a there's a moment later on that kind of sounds AFI-ish. Yeah. And I'm sorry for trying to wring the AFI out of extremists. I understand they're different bands, but it's an AFI podcast, everybody. Here's what we got. You're a disgrace to all for which I stand now as you fall. Alright, that part sounds kinda cool. It's true. Maybe we've shot ourselves in the foot by only showing off like the coolest moments of these songs, and <laughs> yeah. maybe we look like real assholes now. I can assure you though, if you listen to this album in its entirety. It is a real bummer. So it's just irritating. It's irritating, especially to sit back and read the lyrics alongside it as you go through it. Like I had that experience, and then I tried listening to my car and like blasting it, windows down, mm-hmm. cruising around the streets of Minneapolis, and it was embarrassing. Uh, there's also a bonus track here called "Division." Uh, let me just play a sample of that because it sounds pretty different. There we go. Uh, it doesn't sound that different. It sounds a lot like the other tracks. Uh, nothing really stand out there. Uh, so, Juliet's, I would say, worth yeah. listening to. If you like Death Clock, you like AFI, uh, you like Swallow Your God, maybe yep. check that out. Otherwise, I hope that this podcast has been a nice summary of all things extremist for you. It is a fascinating artifact. Yeah. I will say that. It's worth, I think, worth listening to at least once just to go, oh, okay. This is what they're into. Yeah. 
And like, and like listen to this, and then also listen to black audio, mm-hmm. and then wrap your mind around what what kind of a person is this? That's the thing with like black audio. I think we both are like this isn't really our type of music, but yeah. they're it's having like, fun, and it it should be enjoyable, even if yeah. not hundred percent into it. And this is it's not really my style of music, but it's just a big f u and this ugh, this vibe. Yeah, and it's not like oh, it's too hardcore, and that's why it's irritating me. It's I can tolerate this kind of music and not be irritated, I feel like. Yeah. But it's the lyrics along with it, just the weird exclusive, we're better than everybody else, you're all going to die. It just sucks. <laughs> it really, really <laughs> sucks. And so, like, if they're getting out their hardcore straight edge and the and the screaming and stuff out of this, they're getting kind of the more poppy, dancey electronica aspect of the black audio. You got to wonder, like, what's left for AFI? What... That's what a really are, good question. What are they using AFI for as an outlet creatively? More organs. More organs? I, I would like an ugly organ or two. Uh, I just don't know what it is. And like thinking about Davey and Jade working on these side projects and really getting into the groove, especially of Jade. Because like on all the interviews, Davey very much pushes all the music in this, especially towards Jade. Like, hey, he's the musical mastermind. I wrote some lyrics. But like he is he is putting this entire thing together and he thinks it sounds great. And Davey thinks it sounds great. Um, but this is probably the most rookie outlook on this stuff possible. But I just think, like, I hope for the next AFI album, just get the four of them together. I don't want, like, this brain trust of Davey and Jade anymore, even though it's produced some good stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It just, they've cranked out so many side projects now. And uh, the last couple of AFI albums in this weird way, I just want them all to get together and be like, hey, let's write some good rock music. I would like to hear that. You know what I'd like to hear? What's that? Your thoughts on Davey Havoc's book, Pop Kids. <laughs> oh, well, I've got a flight coming up, Ooh. and I'll read it on the airplane. All right. That sounds that sounds like a good one. I would like to cover that uh, in the next episode we do of this. I would, too. It, I hope that we get to Pop Kids uh, before we have to start covering the build-up to the next AFI album, but you never know. We're kind of running dry here. Yeah. We could do Son of Sam. If you want us to cover Son of Sam, let yeah. us know in the comment section I when do. this is posted. You want to cover Son of Sam? May as well. Go Let's back in time. Do it all. Yeah, you're right. We probably should. Um, yeah, but sure to leave us feedback. What's your Twitter handle there? G.I. Jeff. At G.I. Jeff. Is there an underscore in there? Nope. Okay, great. So, uh, good Jeff. I am at Yozetti, Y-O-Z-E-T-T-Y. So, let us know what you'd like from the show in the future. Before the next AFI album, because we probably <laughs> have some time here. We gotta fill these waves, baby. But that's it. Thanks for listening, and uh, until next time, AFI. AFI.